Hello, podcast fam. Today, we're diving into a juicy episode. I was recently asked, what do your most successful clients have in common? And I was going to answer that question, but I, I wanted you one better. I am going to chat today around what do the most successful people have in common? Because oftentimes, we're the ones that get in our own way from going to where we want to go. And it typically, it's a few subtle shifts that we can make behind the scenes of who we're being, how we're acting, how we're spending our time, what we're focusing on that can really take us from here to here pretty quickly. So we're going to dive into that today to really shake-ish up. And especially if you're feeling any stickiness right now, this episode's really going to serve you. So when we think about what do the most successful people have in common, people that you see that you're like, they're, they just like are always, excuse my language, fucking killing it, right? In order to be really successful, you've got to have a rock solid mindset. And that doesn't mean that you're never going to wobble. That doesn't mean that you're never going to doubt or compare. Of course you are, you're human. But what it means is you don't allow those things to dictate how you act and the actions that you take. So when it comes to mindset and I often talk about this because I think it gets overlooked so much, especially in the entrepreneurial space, because we're so focused on strategy and you know that I'm here for strategy, but mindset and strategy together is what makes for the most successful people. That what's, that's what makes for like the most insane results is when we've got one working with the other. It's such a beautiful blend, right? But oftentimes what I will see is people will only focus on mindset when shit is happening, when shit is hitting the fan. It's like, oh, that's why I've got a journal. I've got to do my mindset work. I've got to get, I've got to get myself straight. And it's like, yes, but also if you were doing the mindset work, when things were going really well, you'd actually be so much more even keeled and even more prepared to handle the situations that come up that are less than ideal, right? So when it comes to being really successful, number one, solid mindset is key. And when I think about really successful people that I've hired, that I've worked with, I know why my clients hire me, when I think about really successful clients I've worked with, it's looking at this mindset from yes, upkeeping the mindset, but also what is happening behind the scenes there with the mindset, right? And that's, they believe that what they're doing works. Like there's honestly no other way besides success and that it's going to work. And I often think back of when I was a, a beginner business owner, and I, always, I often want to adapt back to that beginner mindset because when I started this business seven years ago, in my mind, there was no option to fail. Like I actually didn't even think that it, my goals that I had at that time weren't possible because I was so new. I was so green in the entrepreneurial space that I hadn't experienced failure yet, right? I hadn't experienced the possibility that it couldn't work out or that things would maybe need to pivot and look differently. And so in those first couple of months in my business, I was very successful. I had a very successful first year of business. We had six figures in year one. And I attribute that to, yes, of course I had strategy. I invested in coaching and mentorship, but I also had this utter belief that no matter what, it was going to work out. 
it was this belief. And I think what happens along the way is sometimes in entrepreneurship, we lose that because it's like, we experience tough stuff. And then our mind is like, it's like, well, that happened and that happened. It's kind of like this stack of bricks that starts to compile, but it's really coming back to trusting and every single day believing that what you're doing is going to work. The goals that you set at the beginning of every month, the goals that you set at the beginning of this year that you said you were going to hit, that you were so excited to write down, that you're so excited to manifest, right? And bring to life and strategize. It's coming back to that every single day and knowing it's going to work. It's like this inner knowing and the most successful people, they have that inner knowing no matter what, no matter, oftentimes it doesn't look the way in which we think it's going to look and that's okay. We're okay with that, but it's believing that no matter what it's going to move, that it's going to work. And also no matter what's happening, they move. Right. And so from that mindset standpoint, not allowing feelings to dictate what you do or don't do. It's so easy to allow your mood and what you're feeling to dictate what you do or don't do, especially in your business, especially in showing up in the online market. It is so easy to not post. It is so easy to not sell. It is so easy to not record the podcast. It is so easy to not show up and put the TikTok out there. It is so easy to not do it, right? And there's going to be so many moments that we actually don't feel like doing it. I would I would argue more, more often than not, there's going to be moments that we don't feel like doing things. There's a lot of times that I don't feel like doing things, right? But those moments are the biggest differentiators between being really successful and then sitting in mediocre, right? Or sitting in like, why isn't it, why is it not working? Another quality successful people have is they literally don't give a shit what other people are doing. They don't compare. The only time that they're looking at what other people are, what other people are doing is from, for competitor analysis so that they can either differentiate themselves from them and, or see what's working for them and then go do it better. That's often what my mind thinks. I'm always like, well, what are my competitors doing and how can I do this better? Right? When they go left, go right. When they go right, you go left. <laughs> so we need to know what they're doing, but not from this comparison standpoint of sitting and wondering, what am I not doing? What don't I have that they have? You have everything inside of you. It's all. It's just a matter of you realizing I already have it and you, you taking the action to bring it to life every single day and taking the action before you see it happening in real life. That's that's a big thing with successful people and off like with what's trending too is like that Delulu factor, right? Like go ahead and go be Delulu, right? Go be delusional. And that's just it. It is yes, be delusional because the more delusional you can be, the more successful you'll be because you're believing that what you want and desire is possible and that will change your life. How you move from that place will change your life immensely. When we think about successful people, how they ask questions is solution oriented. My husband always says to me, he's like, Michelle, you cannot sit in a problem. And I, like, I, I can't, I like, I have to find a solution. It's how my mind works. But when we think about successful people, they're solution oriented because they want to find the solution. They don't want to sit in the stuck, but what they do is they ask questions that are solution oriented. And I want to give you an example of this. There's, I'm going to give you a client example, right? Let's take client A going to their mentor or their coach, they're messaging them and they message them and they say, uh, Hey coach, nothing's working. 
I've tried everything. Ugh. And it's just a blank statement. It's frustrated. The coach or mentor can receive that and they can hold space for that client. However, from that statement, the coach doesn't really have enough context to support that client to get to get X, Y, and Z result because the client's not necessarily coming in for a solution. They're coming in to vent, right? And so I want you to think about this from that lens. That's client A. And then we've got client B that's experiencing the same thing. They're doing all the things. They feel like they've tried everything, but it's not yielding the results that they want. But they come into the mentorship container and they ask a question and they say, hey, I'm noticing people aren't really reaching out. I'm noticing I've been sharing and selling a ton, but I'm not really seeing sales. Like something's feeling off. Is there anything that you're seeing that I'm potentially not seeing? Is there anything that you think I can improve on right now in my messaging, in my marketing, in my sales copy, in my content? Can you let me know? All of a sudden that client B went in there with a solution and coach is like, yes. I know exactly how to help you and let's get you out of feeling this stuck in stagnancy and let's let's get you rocking and rolling and moving. Those two variations of questions will will change the responses that you get from the person that you're seeking mentorship from or advice from or guidance from and it's really making sure that you're looking for the solutions consistently versus just looking for the problem. It's so easy, especially as business owners, when things aren't working um, on our timeline or instantaneously or we're doing something for a little while and we're getting impatient, right? It's really easy to either project and blame um, on other people, or it's really easy to just focus on what's not working and kind of stay in the shit. And staying in the shit gets us nowhere. And so really asking prompting questions to help guide towards the solution is, is what creates success, right? And that's why successful people are always asking questions because they wanna be able to gather the information to fix the problem that they're sitting in to get to the result that they want that much sooner, right? Another quality that really successful people have is that they execute, they execute. And they don't say things like, I don't feel like doing that. I don't wanna do that. I don't have time. They have big goals. If they, if, like, here's my thought, is if you're setting a goal to make six figures, multi six figures, high multi six figures, seven figures in your business, you've got to be willing to do stuff that you don't want to do. Entrepreneurship is not like all roses and butterflies every day. It can be, it is so good. Entrepreneurship is so good, but there will be moments that we don't want to do things. There are going to be moments that we don't have time but we make time, we figure it out. There's some nights where my, my, my husband always says, you know, there's a lot of stuff like I don't show on social, um, mainly because I'm typically in my PJs, on my couch, sitting in the dark with sex in the city on, right? But he's like, there's so many times that you're working when it's not ideal, right? Because there's there's been moments and seasons where sometimes the business is busier, sometimes life is busier. And my typical time and bandwidth that I would typically use to do things in the business has erased because of whatever's happening in my life or in my business in that season where then I'm working later at night or maybe I'm working on a Sunday. 
because it's going to get me 10 steps ahead of where I am right now. Those little actions of execution will get you 10 steps ahead, even when you don't feel like it. And that's the, that's a big differentiator between people that like we kind of stay and we plateau or those that are really successful, right? And being really successful, making any amount of money that you've never made before is going to require you to do things that you haven't done before. It's going to require you to become a version of you that you've never been before. It's going to require you to get uncomfortable, to do new things, to test new things, to potentially create more content, to get more visible. But it's you've got to be willing to do those things to create the results that you desire. And then once you do them, then it starts to become simpler, right? And then you can repeat it because you've done it before. But it's oftentimes like, it's like, let's say the, the outcomes here, it's oftentimes like this part that trips a lot of us up, right? And so we just want to, we want to make sure that we're doing that execution consistently. And that really comes down to just, just us, trust, trusting ourselves and following through on what we said we were going to follow through on, right? Doing the things that we said we were going to do. You're not trying to make anyone else proud besides yourself, right? You're not doing this for anyone else besides yourself. And of course, your family and your future life, all of that. But in this moment, really loving, leveling leveling, leveling out and anchoring in there, right? The next thing that really successful people do is they take responsibility for their results. I've seen this 10 times over. They know that their results are completely up to them, which allows them to stay in their power. Because when we hand over our results to somebody else, let's say a mentor, coach, program, etc., a partner, whatever it might be, we give up our power in that moment. And for a long time, I spent years like this very early on in my business, where like when I was in the thick of growing my business, I used to give away my power all of the time because it was really easy. It was really easy to project when things were uncomfortable. In moments that I felt stuck and stagnant, it was really easy for me to project. It was really easy for me to go into a victim mode and feel bad for myself. And in those seasons, when I look back and I reflect, I was pretty uncoachable. And I think, honestly, I wasted a lot of mentorship and a lot of coaching, um, not being self-aware in those seasons, not taking res radical responsibility for my results, responsibility for my actions or lack of actions or lack of willingness to do new things, lack of willingness to be uncomfortable, right? That... That then had me focusing on so many things I didn't actually want. I wasn't coming from that solution-oriented place that we were talking about. I was constantly staying in the stuckness of why isn't this working and like just trying to like fix my problems. And that kept me stuck. Like, and I probably at that time would have gotten to where I wanted to go a lot sooner had I not been doing that, had I not been constantly giving my power away. But my, my results and your results, they're not up to anybody else but ourselves, right? And coaches and mentors, they're simply there to guide you. But at the end of the day, the only person that can get you to where you want to go is you. And I really want you to take that power and put it in your back pocket. And I want you to run with that. And just keep remembering that. Like your coaches and your mentors, we love them. They're amazing. I, I'm always investing. I work with some of the best mentors in the industry. But their results are not up to, my results are not up to them up to me. And I take that. I own that. The next thing that really successful people have in common is they don't let the bad shit stop them. They don't let the bad shit stop them. I'm referencing my husband a lot in this episode, I'm realizing. <laughs> 
Uh, my, uh, we talk a lot. My husband is like my sounding board in my business. And he recently said, you know, Michelle, it's really easy to look at where you are in business and for people to think, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. He goes, but nobody sees the things that like, nobody sees the hard things that people endure, right? People always just see the success. And so I want you to think about like somebody really successful that you look up to. It can be really easy for our minds to be like, oh, like they're so lucky. Or like, ah, oh, like they kind of, they have it made, right? Like, I want that, but like, ah, oh, I feel so far. But like, you know, like they're just luckier than me or they have it better. But none of that's true. Now we all have to endure bad shit. Some harder than others, some seasons tougher than others. But the ability to keep moving, the ability to not let that stop us, the ability to not let that stop you is going to be what changes everything inside of your business. Because it's going to happen throughout the year. Certain months are different. Certain days are different. Certain quarters are different. And when I think back to some of the things I endured in my own business, I've had launches that have failed. I've had offers that had one or two people join. I've had clients default on payments, which now has you know, we've hired the legal support and all of that good stuff over the years to make sure that we're protected always. You know, all of these things are always lessons that you learn over the years in business. Um, I've had clients blame me for their past experiences with previous mentors and then come back months later and completely apologize. I've had moments of crying hysterically on the bedroom floor in our apartment to my husband because I couldn't see where the next client was coming from or the next sale was coming from or the money. Um, I was $28,000 in debt while I was still investing in mentorship. It made no sense. And it, it was some of the hardest times in, in business personally, but I kept going. I kept going because I knew where I was in that hard stuff. It was, a, those were moments. Those were moments. They weren't permanent. And that's something to really, really think about is the tough things that happen the outcomes that happen that we don't necessarily want or that we don't plan for. They're moments, they're fleeting, but they're, they're moments that get us to the big grand success finale, et cetera, that create everything that we want and desire, right? And successful people don't let that stop them along the way. They don't let one low month or a couple of low months or a low quarter or a low year be the determining factor of what's possible for them right? And that's what I really want you to think about. We take things so serious, like in the day-to-day, -day, we like take it, we, we harness that the day-to-day, -day. but the day-to-day -day things that we're doing is like they're compiling. The day-to-day -day things that we do, it's the compound effect, right? The book, if you think about the compound effect, if you've never read it, I highly recommend that you read it. I forget the author's name, but it's a very good book. Um, the compound effect, it's everything that we do every single day compounds to then yield the greater result that we want. But it's, it can be so easy when we're like in the thick of it, because you will be at some point in entrepreneurship, that you keep going and just know this is a moment. These are moments. These are lessons that are yielding me and getting me ready for the bigger transformation. And the last thing that successful people do, and I said this a little bit in one of my points, but they commit to whatever they told themselves that they were going to commit to. They set the big goals. They don't expect things to just happen for them. They don't expect things to happen overnight. They set commitments. They do what they said that they were going to do. 
and they commit to the process no, no, no matter how long it takes. And that is game changing. When you realize like, there, like there's no option to give up, like I just get to keep going, there, there's an underlying confidence and mindset shift that happens that in, in my opinion actually gets you to your success so much faster because you're, you're committed to doing the things no matter what. I'm gonna leave that there. As you know, everything gets to sell everything. I love you. I will see you in the next episode.